Hello, and welcome to Whispers of Lunabelle Island. This is a horror show and may include subject matter that some listeners might find disturbing, including depictions of helplessness, drug use, and violence. If that all sounds good, then please join us. Because if these things don't scare you, then we might just discover something that does. Dripping down the side of the shaft. I had to keep, I couldn't <laughs> waste it. I also like the dong bird in. <laughs> <laughs> the dog bird? Yeah. Uh, bright ball. Thank you, thank shit. you. I just yeah. did yeah, the, do- yeah. the dong bird in. Yeah. Pound, There's something pound, with- we have We have Boundtown USA, we have the dong bird in, the butthouse, the bright balls, b- bright balls ache. <laughs> That uh, Bright Ball's Ache is an underrated one, but Primrose yeah. Butts has done so professional. Primrose well, Butts. What is Thank what you. is what is Lighthouse supposed to be? It's supposed to be, to be Lighthouse, somebody, like, but I messed it up and then I couldn't uh, erase okay. it, so I accidentally covered the eyes, and I was just l- like lit house wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me fix that yeah, there thanks, for you. I, c- I wish you could erase because I'm just like um, fuck shit up. Well, also, you just you have to click it with the mouse tool oh, and delete, oh. like to select it. I got a good one for the lighthouse. Don't uh, don't forget <laughs> well, Sticky I, Land Estate. Right. <laughs> and it tells you which what one I do is like nasty. <laughs> the most intellectual joke of this entire thing is more of a visual thing. Uh, Strickland Cannery has been entirely crossed out and replaced with a giant green penis <laughs> spraying blood everywhere. We couldn't uh, think of a pun for that one. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Then of course you got the safe house right here, which is important to notate. The right. ice house. It's now c- the cummery. The cummery's good. Uh, I go. don't see any cum there. I just see blood. <laughs> it's the same. Gotta you don't know. Is that the name harder. of the episode? The cummery. I don't no. see cum. Yeah, I, don't I don't see, see cum, cum only blood. <laughs> I'd like to take this moment to remind everybody listening: this is an eighteen plus podcast. So throw your kids out the window; they don't need to hear this. I turned it into the Ite House, which I think is very funny. Also, this is not. <laughs> if good I'm for the only one who thinks it's podcast funny. format, because no one can see our map or what even what right. it was. We, we should. I mean, we did we ever upload the uh, the giant spires like no. one from our the main? We, we should have we have never uploaded this. a single thing that we've said we were going to upload. Good for us, not but also podcast. <laughs> yeah, I like to stay consistent. With Drop them in the non Discord. <laughs> but also, we should actually have like a rigid beginning to these actually, Delta Greens because editing that first episode, I have a feeling yeah. this is going to become a serious problem. Reason, <laughs> like I was listening to it and I was like, "Where do we think this starts?" Yeah. <laughs> right now, <clears throat> let me get in character here. A little sip. Sound like a cartoon. I am. My my life is a is a cartoon. Maya. This scene that is played out before you, this man that is just gone from coherent back to raving and then his body shattered before you. Slumped down to the floor. You're backing out through this door. You're Heart rate is quickening. You're beginning to perspire. The full weight of this assignment that you've been set on. Can't help but think of the echoes of what happened at Big Timber resonating throughout your brain. 
were you really ready for this? Are you going to be able to keep your friends safe this time? It was almost a fluke the first time that you all made it out alive, but this has just gotten a lot more real and the fear a lot more tangible. But before you really have time to even begin to process all of that, you notice out of the corner of your eye the first floor lights of Sebastian's house have turned on. The scream that you heard from the woods and from Stanley is still echoing in your mind. This is all happening very fast. This body's laying cold at your guys' feet. Sebastian is seemingly on his way down to see what all the commotion is about. What are you guys doing? Dan is posting the fuck up at the front door. And if anybody else tries to go out of it, he's going to stop them. Any of your team members leaving? Yeah. Cabin four? Okay. I look at... Maya. Sorry. Yeah, go. sorry. Go ahead, Scorp. I look at Dr. Greenwood. And I say, You need to keep Sebastian out of here by any means necessary. You understand that? I'll just be staring down at the body and I'll, I'll go. We need to move him as well. I'll take care of Sebastian. You figure out the body. I'm going to walk out of the cabin. Ronnie. I think when uh, Freddy pulled away to go check the guy's pulse, Ronnie was just kind of like saying, Freddy, Freddy. But like while she's saying it, she's like backing out. And I don't know if that means that Dan stops her as she's backing out the door. <laughs> you have two exits to this building. Yeah, if you're going out the, the back front door, door and the sliding door. Dan is trying to stop anybody who's necessarily walking out into the open with Sebastian coming. For now. I guess, okay. I mean, I don't know what door I'd be closer to, but... It's a very small cabin. I'm probably just the front door, since that's the one we came in, right? Sure. Yeah. If that's the one Ronnie yeah. wants to go out, then yeah. It's up to you, though. So she, I mean, the one that she was, it came in is probably where she's mm-hmm. backing towards. If, okay. if, if Ronnie was having distress, I would have, I would change my approach a little differently. I would, uh, hearing Scorp saying, hey, you need to take care of Sebastian. I'd go, I'll go take care of him. You take care of the body. And then seeing Ronnie in distress, I'll be like, come on, Ronnie. Come with me. Help me. No. She's strong. I need her help. Fine. And I'll walk up to her and I'll put my hands on her shoulders and I'll say, it's all right. Everything's going to be fine. And then I'll clap her on the shoulder and I'll turn around and I'll step out of the cabin. Doc, I think, uh, I think Dan's going to say, I'll go with you, Doc, but first things first. Remember, we are the outsiders, and I don't know if what just happens ever happened before. Maya, at this point, you hear the front door open from Sebastian's house. And to be clear, Dan is in the, like, he's at the door that's facing towards Sebastian's house. Um, there isn't really a door facing towards Sebastian's house, to be fair. Maya's backed up kind of more into, like, like you know, about a dozen or so feet away from the front door, and Sebastian's house is to her right. But yes, I then get what I will saying, take I the nearest corner of the cabin where I can peek around and get a visual on him and uh, okay. on his approach. Not to nitpick this, but just so you guys know, if you refer to Dongbird Inn on the map, 
You see the one that I'm pinging right now? <laughs> yeah. That's cabin four. This is Sebastian's okay. house over here. And he's coming out of the front of this in this direction. So cabin four, for those who can't see, is tucked away behind cabin five a little bit from the front view, at least for where Dan and Greenwood are standing so of uh, Sebastian's house. I will go to this also, southwest corner. I imagine... Sorry to cut this off, and I imagine that you guys probably are smart enough and tactically aware enough to realize that there's no way that Sebastian didn't hear that, but Maya, you're the only one at this point who has actually seen uh, the fact that Sebastian is awake and is probably coming over here, and you're still standing there in shock, so what are you doing at this time? Okay, so we are in the flooded apartment where we moved to our own no, this is cabin four. This is the one that the, the Delta Green recon team was posted up in. Cabin we never five actually is the one. moved to our own. No, you're thought, still in cabin four. Okay, in my brain, we had like moved him and moved him, moved over there while he no, was Dr. sedated Greenwood, or whatever. Dr. But. Greenwood had started treatment just on site and you guys okay. hadn't moved him anywhere. Okay. Um, well, to clarify this, as soon as that scream happened, Dan's very first thought, and this was last episode, uh, I even had this yeah. thought. Uh, I may have to kill Sebastian. I don't know if okay. he's going to try to cover something up. If, I mean, if that you're... shit was a regular occurrence, we're the outsiders here. He's the Islander. I just don't know. So I want to see him before we engage him at all. That That's all the... So I'm just going to move to whatever sightline I've got. I think the southwest kind of works for that. To be fair, I'm immediately alert to our best of our ability that... Sebastian is very much awake and coming to figure out what that was. Well, yeah, I mean, like, what does Maya say? What does she do? She's probably kind of... Um, I don't know. She's probably kind of blank, but just kind of comes back and is, says kind of plainly, Sebastian, he's up and he's coming. Okay. So, yeah, at this point, the rest of your guys' suspicions are laid pretty bare. Obviously, this is happening, and it's happening quickly. So, what's the plan here? I'll look at Dan and say, Dan, I've got this. Help them get that body out of here. If I need help, you'll know it. I'm going to look up again and say, no. The more of us missing, the more questioned it is. Nah, Doc. And you're going to need Dan if shit goes south. Fine, that's fine. Let's go. Come on. Now I'll start walking towards where Sebastian's cabin is. Okay. Soldier boy. Be cool. What was dancing? Oh, I'm cool as a cucumber, baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, when Freddy and Scorpion kind of gave Ronnie direction, she snaps out of it a little bit and moves to grab the probably the first aid blanket and throw it over the body to be able to pick it up with okay so clarify this for me scorpion and ronnie are moving the body yeah dan and uh dr greenwood are heading outside to go inter to go run interference yep yeah and maya what are you doing i'm not i'm not even sure i know <laughs> as a player or maya knows as a character who just witnessed that what to do in the situation kind of like come work called but i'm not really sure where she belongs right now to be honest well this is all happening really fast so what is maya's gut instinct are you helping with the body or are you helping go like 
run interference. And Scorpion with did make a point that. that more people with the group talking to Sebastian would probably be helpful. I think that uh, yeah, I think that like even if she knows she isn't completely functional, that more people distracting is probably a good thing. And, and more, you're probably going there's more. I know in group mentality, there's more. Like she knows that there's more influence in that space. If everyone's saying something, they're more inclined. He's more inclined to believe what we're saying than anything else right now. So. Okay. So you three are outside. Who has the highest alertness? Probably Not me. Me, I don't think. I have a sixty-one. Probably. It's probably uh Yeah, I've got an eighty. Yeah, I'd imagine it was probably Dan. <laughs> um, Dan, you clock Sebastian coming around the corner, and go ahead and actually roll me an alertness. All right. All right. First and foremost thing that I'm looking at is his hands. Is he armed? Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be a twenty-six under eighty. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, that's a good enough roll to immediately ascertain that he's carrying a side-by-side, you know, brake-loading shotgun. And he's he's got it. It's broken open. He's looks like he's checking in to make sure it's loaded. And he's looking down at the gun. He's not looking at you guys. He might not even really know where you are yet, but he's heading towards where he heard that sound come from. He's older, but he's shuffling quickly. What are you guys doing? I'm I'm I look at Dan. I'll say, you've got my back. I'm going to make sure that we don't have to kill this man. And I'm going to start walking over. and I'm going to say I'm going to raise my voice. I'm going to say, is that you, Sebastian? The wind is picked up significantly at this point, and it's a little bit hard to hear his response over a bit. Uh, Sebastian has stopped, and he's peering in the darkness in your guys' direction, and you can probably ascertain he hasn't quite spotted you guys yet. And he responds and says, uh, You guys okay out there? What the hell was that noise? Yeah, we're trying to ascertain that as well. I heard, I heard something coming from up north. That didn't sound like a cougar to me. Are you... Hold on, and he's kind of like still shuffling towards you, like fumbling with his well, I'm shotgun. Gonna, I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be walking towards him. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, I'm. I, I'm going to be pointing uh, back towards which would be up t- towards Bright Lake. Bright um, Bell, yeah, yeah, Bright Bell Lake. I'd be like, yeah, I heard something from up there. The hell's going on, Sebastian? Has this ever happened? I, I don't know. I was. It sounded like it came from, from everywhere. And he, he turns and he's, he's, you guys have pretty much met up now physically at this point. He's turned yeah. away from you looking up where you pointed. I've got my gun yeah. out, but my back it, to him. So he's got like, like, I'm scoping the perimeter. Okay. Help him relax. Yeah, it sounded like it was coming from out there. I was just outside transferring some gear from the truck and, and Jesus, it, my, my ears felt like they were going to pop. Maya points the way that you're pointing and says, um, we have to make sure they're okay. Some sounds like someone got hurt. He's a doctor. Like gesturing, and then gesturing like to, towards where the sound came from. No, where the toward the or lake where, or to the pond. yeah towards where where Doctor Greenwood was suggesting yeah. the sound came from. Yeah. Okay, Maya, what is your persuade skill? Why don't you go ahead and roll me that? Okay, persuade twenty. Mm-mm. Well. Actually, what is it'd be between you and Dr. Greenwood? Dr. Greenwood, what's your persuade? 26. 26? Okay. <laughs> Did we accidentally not 
break up our party correctly and have both the you people sent, persuade. You sent the blunt guy to go fucking lie to someone. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, you could have should have gone, Scorpion. You're the people person. You're the, the one that told criminal. me to go do this. You're the one that told me to come do this. Yeah, I, I have a 20, a so I definitely shouldn't have gotten. Would you like yeah, Dr. Green was just going to be like, you know what? More morphine. <laughs> <laughs> propothal, propothal, propothal. All right, I'll... I'll Come on, baby. Uh, I got a 24 under 26. <laughs> you got a Iowa, did you 24 roll? under 26. 24. I did. Dude, this is why I hate playing games as a GM with Wes. Like, the odds, you can stack the odds against him like nobody's business. If Wes is going to roll, we're fine. I still have those dice that you hated from the home campaign that I kept just being like, oh no, don't worry, I got it. Oh, the loaded dice? That's why he rolls. Yeah, the loaded open. dice. Yeah, that is. These are two separate <laughs> dice. I don't know what you want from me. Well, buff. Just a little peek behind the curtain, just because just because of the whole way the situation played out, I had I went and uh, had a um, Sebastian roll an alertness check to see if he saw any of the lights coming from inside cabin four, and uh, he rolled a twenty-seven over twenty. So he goes and turns north. Says, "You think you guys think it came from up in the woods? You think we have lights? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we should get a party together and search up there. I I tried to call the sheriff, but my radio's just I I don't get it. It's not working." Good. Sebastian, has anything like this ever happened before? I, we had that cougar thing the other day, but this is really, no, it's usually really quiet here. And he's kind okay, of like okay, shuffling okay. off in that direction. Okay. No, hold on, Sebastian. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what. I'll go to town. I'll wake the sheriff. We'll get a search party going. I'll take care of it. Okay. What I want you to do is make sure you're safe. You'll be our base of operations here if we need one. Okay. Remember, go back into your house. What? Uh, I was going to say, remember, too, you guys had planned to meet up with Nolan Cooper, the hunter, mm -hmm. in the morning yeah. here. Yeah. However, that would factor in your plan. But I just I'll make say, sure you guys like, remember that. go back in your house. We'll make sure everything's good. I'm sure that they'll they'll take care of everything. Get us some coffee going, Sebastian. It's going to be a long ass night. I'm going to make you some tea, and he gives you all a wink. A firm <laughs> wink. <laughs> a firm wink. But yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'll say to Sebastian. Do you guys, um... Hate Sebastian? Yes. Yeah, no, uh, anybody <laughs> out here, actually, uh, especially Dan. Dan, you uh, you guys have your weapons out, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I got my... I do not. Got my SIG right, out. Actually, that's a good question. If the radios are broken, is my flashlight working on my SIG? Yes, your yeah, your flashlight still functions correctly. Okay. Then I'm definitely lighting the fucking tree line up. Okay. Um, and so you want Sebastian... You were telling him he should go back inside and secure his house, basically. Yeah, and basically I'm asking him, like, hey, if we need a forward operating, like, post, uh, do you mind if we use this? Basically not staying in the cabin, but, like, in his house. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd say with your with your success on your Persuade before, he's he's kind of, like, ready to accept your advice. So he turns back to you, and, like, after he shuffled off for a moment, you readdress it. He says, yeah, okay, I'll... I'm gonna go make sure my house is 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 locked down. You guys should come stay in there after you're done getting your gear together. And he well, we'll 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 take care of ourselves, Sebastian. We just want to make sure you're safe, and we're gonna go get the sheriff, and we're gonna get them on this. Okay. Okay. Don't keep me waiting though. Keep me keep me in the loop. And you can tell he's really shaken. We are gonna make sure that you are in the loop, 
Sebastian, okay? I'll I'll update you when we know something. Okay. In fact, um yeah, I'm going to pull out my personal radio and uh I'm going to say, "Look, look, look, look. When whenever your radio gets working again, every hour on the hour, I'm going to tune to 89.7." All right. KJRFM. <laughs> <laughs> they they play they play real classic music, not that fake bullshit. Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um I'll well, just match up frequencies. I'll just say every hour on the hour, I'll be on that on that frequency. Once your radio starts working, we'll be in contact. We'll be in business. Sound good? He's still visibly shaken, but he does he does give you a nod and he scanning the tree line himself, now that he's got his shotgun locked and loaded, he's watching the perimeter but moving back towards his towards his house I'll turn around and I'll uh in Dan's like I'll, I'll pass him down and be like make sure he gets in this house yeah I'll cover you Sebastian <laughs> move soldier move 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 <laughs> he, he nods and like as he's still shuffling up he has a shotgun shouldered and is yeah is moving just, in a pseudo tactical <laughs> fashion back towards his house feels like a badass and i'm running circles around and just pointing my gun i think in he feels directions. like he's about to shit his pants but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think dan is just like doing power ranger poses around him with his gun out wow <laughs> meanwhile while, the, while this is going on what are you guys doing inside uh i think as soon as ronnie moved into gear she turned off her flashlight pulled on her night goggles and then picked up the body and started moving out the other side of the cabin. Wait. Doc's med kit's right there. Put gloves on. She'll stop and put the gloves on first. In addition to the blanket over the body. Blanket over the body and I'm gonna say into the bathroom. The bathroom? We don't want to take it out as far as we can? <laughs> no. Last thing oh, we need no. to be, last thing we need is to get caught in the woods carrying a body. What we need to do is make sure Sebastian is out of picture, out of sight, into the bathroom. You don't think he's going to come look in here? Yeah, we'll have a way around that. Bathroom. All right. Mm. She'll lug him into the bathroom. Throw him in the tub. Throw him in the tub. We're going to close the shower curtain. And okay. I'm going to close the door. I'm going to say... Listen real close here, Ronnie, and you listen up, all right? We are in my neck of the woods, and you listen to every goddamn thing I tell you to do. We are gonna wait until our friends come back, all right? Because if we hear that Sebastian Dick's voice, we're gonna turn that shower on, and you're gonna get in there with the body. And you're gonna stay in there as long as we need you to. As long as any innocents don't get hurt, I'll do what you say. Yeah, all right. Hold on to those morals with a body in the bathtub. Stay okay. here. She'll shrug at, it, at that. <laughs> and he goes to close the door and he looks back at her and he's like, You all right? I'm good. You? Never better. Closes the door. And I'm going to go to the living room and just wait by. <clears throat> just wait for anybody to come in. Light a cigarette. Nice. Does the light in the bathroom work? Yeah, this whole place has power. Uh, going off of what Scorpion's plan seems to be, she'll take off her night goggles and kind of stash them somewhere. 
in case someone comes in where they won't be seen. I forgot this is in our cabin, so this will be a lot harder to persuade, but... What are you doing? (laughs) She'll turn on the bathroom light, take off her shirt, and throw it over, like, in an obvious spot over something, and then just get ready to get in if she needs to. All right. We're gonna. I'm gonna well, have to make up an affair with Ronnie if this. Happens. <laughs> oh, I'll slip him twenty and be like, "You." Didn't She'll actually. See it. She actually will take off her bra and throw it out in the hallway too. <laughs> there is no hallway. It's literally just the bathroom. Just right like outside the, the door on the ground. <laughs> it's on Scorpion's head. Ronnie's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Scorpion, while you're sitting on one of the armchairs smoking a cigarette you hear footsteps approaching from the front of the cabin and as you're kind of tensing up waiting for whoever's approaching to show themselves you yeah <laughs> quick try you just get your hand hovering over your shotgun just in case yeah um the first person you see walking back in is agent maya oakley followed by dr greenwood and dan durgan We all clear? Hell the fuck nah. This island is all fucking not clear. What <laughs> What the? F- <laughs> but Dan, uh, to clarify what happened earlier, you did escort uh, Sebastian safely to his front door and he gave you a nod and like a firm handshake and thanked you for your help. And you hear him go inside. You probably wait a couple seconds until you hear the door, the deadbolt lock, but you do hear it click shut. And then you're about a couple seconds behind the rest of the party returning to cabin four. Good deal. The wind is still rustling through the trees outside, and it's picked up to the point where it's almost deafening. You guys have probably shut the front door now that you're back inside. Got Ronnie and a I dead body in the bathroom. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to be an issue tonight, but... <sighs> Body's in the I tub. I need his blood. We can't do that here. We need to take him elsewhere. You can get his blood there. Body's in the tub. We need to get it out. Roddy, put your bra on. Come out here. (laughs) I was was gonna ask, what the fuck's going on back here? We're having an affair. We had sex. (laughs) Wait, you're a woman? (laughs) (laughs) That's a fucking A plus joke right there. You're welcome. But yeah, he'll he'll be like, that's fine. I don't need to collect his blood here. I just need to put that out there so you'll know that I need to get it at some point look maybe we dump him in that safe house that we found it's a good idea it's indoors yeah it's indoors it doesn't look like it's really widely traveled and it's somewhere we know we can access alright um Ronnie's probably coming out at this point Here's the question. He asked us to inform the sheriff or ask the sheriff about what's going on. I told him that this was at Bright Bell Lake. That's where I heard the noise from. Should we make that report to the sheriff? Absolutely. Follow up on that. We don't want him asking the sheriff what came of the the search. We go to the sheriff before anybody else does. We look good. Okay, so I have an idea. I'm going to run past all y'all. Drop me off in town while you go to the safe house. I'll see to the sheriff. If someone else wants to come with me, that's fine. Just I'll, I'll see to the sheriff and 
make the report at Bright Bell Lake. I don't know, Freddy. I think if you get dropped off, he's going to be like, why did we leave so suddenly? You you guys take the truck. I'll trek through the woods with the body. It's oh. If you guys are thinking of carrying the body, it would take you a very long time yeah. to right. like walk it all the way there. Isn't it on this edge closer to us, through, just on the other side of the woods? We could drop I would, him off so that he walks up to a point where he doesn't know he got dropped yeah, off. Yeah, you can just drop me at the edge of town. Like I'd really like to reiterate, too, this map is not to scale to anything. Yeah. This is okay. just a general representation. This this island's a lot bigger than it looks on the map. Here's a better uh, idea. Here's, a, here's okay. a little abbreviation. Sure. We don't drop you off. Ronnie and I get dropped off. We take the body. The rest of you can go talk to the sheriff or whatever. Who fucking knows? And then you pick us up maybe three miles away, four miles away. We'll be walking. We'll be waiting. It's not that big of an island. It's a pretty big island. I just said that. It's a pretty massive island. <laughs> you wouldn't tell from looking at the map. It's not to scale. <laughs> don't don't look at the penis. Don't scale. base the whole scale off of the giant bleeding penis. I, There's a massive penis and all the names are changed, so I'm really confused as to where we are and where we're going. <laughs> but we will be at a relevant place that's a certain distance away where it's convenient for so, us. So, just to clarify, we drop you off and then drive into town? I think we follow what Scorp says. We gotta move quick so there's not a big time gap though. Yeah, but I agree. I don't think we can count on them coming back for us, Scorp. No one saw us tonight. We stay the night out there. They can get us in the morning. A wicked sort of sly smile crosses his face and he goes, Well, well, representative. Sure you haven't done Hold this on. before? There's an issue. You got drunk at the bar. People can place you in that truck coming back here. It's fine. Drop me off alone. No chance. Dan, at this point, now that the adrenaline is kind of like gone to the wayside and you're sort of coming down from this whole situation, you realize, oh, right, I'm still pretty fucking heavily buzzed if not drunk from your antics earlier in the evening and so as previously discussed you are now going to take a minus 30 percent or a minus Jesus. 30 to yeah. all of your checks until you that either sober shit. up or sleep it off now, i think it makes more sense that i just i more time sensitive is the body body needs the truck drop us off we walked from the inn we can I don't think they're going to question where the truck is. Then we got to take a body to town. Yeah, to the edge of town. That's too close. Ronnie is just going to okay. pick, go back and start picking up the body. We can't take too long discussing this. <laughs> is it? Is it like a mile to town? It's it's like a couple. It's like to put it a scale in terms of time. It's like a fifteen minute drive to town. If you and if you go straight to the safe house now that you know where it is. Um, it's about like a 45 minute drive Ugh. and Ugh. that's less because of geographical yeah. distance more because the roads like getting out there outside of town are very poorly maintained fuck it drop off minutes. me in the dog we'll say we just ran 
We'll just say we fucking yeah. ran. We'll just say we hoofed it. We're from the military. I say if you if let's you go. if you let's go. Yeah, if you hoof it, <laughs> let's do even this. with the shitty roads, you could do it in thirty. I think but that's we'll, gonna we'll say draw we too much it. attention with the truck not being <laughs> yeah, there. <I'm> just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Scorp? Is there was there a we found some of we saw like abandoned houses on the way to the safe house. There's a lot of abandoned houses. Is there any closer to us? I mean, yeah, probably about like it's kind of in that whole wooded area back there where there's a lot of residential oh. stuff. Hold on. I'm just gonna hoof it with the body to the closest one, I think. Hold on. Shove him in shove him in cabin five until we can get out there to the safe house. No. We don't we It's gonna smell. Might, yeah. They might it's gonna, I mean, bloated corpse. That's true. That's true. Got that's a true. real smell. Yeah. Listen. That's true. We're going with original plan. You guys are gonna drop me and Ronnie off. I won't get seen. I don't like interjecting to drive the narrative too much as like the handler or the DM, but I do feel like it's worth noting that you guys are now chummy with the hunter, and he's got the means to preserve meat. No, no, no way. I don't know. No not. fucking way. You don't You're not going to, to include a no dude way. who involved him as little as possible. Yeah. I mean, the only reason no. Ronnie was okay involving him somewhat was because he was going to go do shit on his own. Yeah, he no. doesn't know the full scale of things. No, fuck. That's the only reason why I involved him. So, but uh, no, no okay, one's a cool fine. Guy. I will kill well, him. <laughs> and then we'll dispose of his. We'll I mean, be like, hey, dispose of his body, and then him. we'll shoot him at the place. Yeah. And be like, <laughs> That'd be like, cool. Now we need okay. to be room for two, but you know. That's fine. We just need to get going. Yeah. We're just. Yes, I'm going to go. Agree. I'm already like grabbing the body, moving towards the truck. We're wrapping him in the shower curtain. Yep. So, to really uh, clarify, what, what, what you're saying is we're going to that original safe house. No. First? I mean, I think what Ronnie is saying as she's getting the body, if you guys follow her, is like, drop us off at the edge of town closest to the abandoned houses. And yeah, we don't it. have to get like right up there, but we have yeah. to like. I, I do think it's important you guys have the truck and keep up yeah. appearances. Okay. Our whole yeah. thing is not to be seen at all. If we get seen, regardless okay. of truck or not, we're fucked. Yeah, that we're f- fucked. So yeah. you, you guys, okay. the 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 corpse disposal team is okay with humping a body through the woods for like an hour. And I would not use those words. The the truck. I'm going. We're going to have the truck drop us off, cl- like ten minutes north of town towards the or whatever side of town is yeah. the abandoned houses. And then okay. hoof it to the closest abandoned house. Oh, Maybe okay, you guys should take Dan, because if you've run into any type of resistance, you need to neutralize it um, quickly. Maya will unholster her like gun and say, I can help. I The only reason I think it should be me and Scorp is you three talk to Sebastian. He knows you were there. One of you disappears. Okay. Just a suggestion. You, I mean, we just have to have a reason for you disappearing if you got one. The best alibi is a simple one that you don't need to do a lot of explaining. She makes a good point. I'm sick. I'm tired. It doesn't matter. You're going to need help carrying a body. And two people is going to be very no quick. Help carrying a body? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fireman. He's the suplex him six feet off the turnbuckle back in my days. <laughs> I'm a fireman. I wrestle. <laughs> well, for sake of speed, anyway, you don't need help lifting anything, I don't think. But 
Okay. So get in the are, truck. Let's what go. What are the teams and who's going where at this point? I think we're all getting in the truck right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Dan's going to the sheriff. And I want to clarify this too before you guys leave your little base of operations you got going on here. What kind of are you guys leaving like strapped to the gills? Are you taking weapons with you? What kind of equipment do you want to go with now? Because I am. I think bringing, it's important to clarify that before you guys come back. I'm bringing my flashlight, the night goggles, and some zip ties. Okay. And any sensitive equipment, I would say, let's store in the truck because that'll be with us instead of sitting in the cabin. Yeah, we had it all so in a duffel bag. So probably just grab all it. our hard guns. Yeah, yeah, they're all in duffel bags. We can store that in the truck. Okay. Toss in the truck. I'm taking yeah. cocaine, nice. my pistol, Fair. sawn off shotgun, one flare gun, and I'm giving the other flare gun to Dan. <laughs> How do I use and this? I, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it to him. I got my hand out over the uh, barrel, hand him handle first, and say, "If shit hits the fan, and." There is nothing left but this. This flare, shoot it from anywhere in the island, that means 911. That means jigs up, we need help. You got it. If I see your flare, I'll be there. Um. All right. Who's driving? I probably got in the back with the body. I'm definitely in the back with the body as well. Dan can drive. So I want to sit next to Scorpion. In in the back in the with the body? Yeah. Okay. I need to talk to you. Okay. Yeah. How about yeah. I guess in this case let's let's leave Ronnie in the back. Because we should not have all three of us and a body in the back <laughs> of a big <laughs> Well I... And how is this um like you guys have wrapped this body up in a shower curtain and it's now in the back of the truck? Yep. And an EMS blanket. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> It's in the blanket and then wrapped in a shower curtain. Yeah. Uh, guys, yeah, I, I, I apologize. I cannot drive. I, cannot, <laughs> I, I literally, oh, I literally have, have my I'm, I'm underwater. Okay, I'll driving. tell you what. I, um, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what. You sit in the back. Scorpion, can you sit in, in the cab with me? 20 minus I need 30. to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Do, are you, do you, are, do you have a drive skill there, Wes? Not to metagame. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I do. yeah, mine was twenty, and that's not that's, that's not my theory. That was you, why. <laughs> you guys are trying to kind of move quickly, right? We've also yeah. discussed yeah. this before, and know who is good at driving and who's been driving before. So, yeah. So okay, I'll we're... sit up front with Scorp. Okay. Okay. And you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roll. Roll a drive. I would also like, just for flavor's sake, flesh out as like this drive skill he's rolling is not only going fast; it's also going like. Headlights off, like yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, no, Thirty-eight I, out under forty-three. There under it is, 43? baby. Okay, close, mm -hmm. kind of yeah. close, but you got it. Okay. Um. Well, while we're driving, um, if you don't mind, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna describe go, the go method in which you get from point A to point B, and you guys can tell me what you're doing in between. Okay. So, yeah, you you roll out, and I think yeah, I think that's a good point too. Is as you sort of get into the out of the you know long dirt road that leads up to the songbird and as you're exiting the woods kind of getting closer to town you are trying to kind of run a little stealthy draw a mm -hmm. little attention to yourself okay so you're familiar enough with the roads and they're in a relative state of repair at least close to town so you do switch off your your headlights and the you know spare few amount of street lights that actually exist on this island illuminate your path enough where you 
roll through and past town without really drawing much attention to yourself. As you get closer to the tree line that leads into the recessed residential area where the safe house and the surrounding abandoned houses lie, you switch back your, uh, you switch on your headlights again so you can see as you get out of the place, you know, as you get out of the lit driving areas. And that's about where you guys are now. Um, What are you doing now? What have you done in between during that drive? Well, I would have uh, started driving a little bit and I've been like, look, Scorpion, I just want to say I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jeopardize you or your daughter's security in this, and I had no idea what your stake was. And uh, I'll do anything save injuring any of us here uh, to make sure that you can get home to your daughter. Scorpion just kind of like scoffs. Not scoffs, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Scorpion laughs. I'll shove you out the door. <laughs> <laughs> You just always have to be the righteous one, don't you? <laughs> I appreciate it, though, Doc. I, uh... Look, I understand that you guys are all close. I've, I've seen close like that. You're close through trauma, through hard times. And I appreciate it. I understand it. But, man, that can be a bad thing, too. If I fucking get caught and go to jail or get ripped apart by this quote-unquote cougar, whatever, Vanessa will be alright, and I've come to peace with it, but you all, you all depend on one another, and let's say, I don't know this stupid fucking hick hunter guy or whatever, but let's say you trusted him and he killed Ronnie. How would you feel the rest of your days? Well, probably how I feel about Mogadishu. Bless you. (laughs) Look, I accepted that as soon as I told him what was going on, that I may have to take his life. I accepted that. And you're right. It was ultimately needlessly endangering us and him, but I made a mistake. Cigarette? No, thanks. I don't smoke. Probably should, but... (laughs) I don't believe that. Pulls the cigarette out with his teeth from the curtain. <laughs> You're a pretty good guy, Doc. I feel like you've saved more lives than you take. Uh, you hardly know me. <laughs> well, if we have to kill this Nolan guy, I'll do it. No. You didn't bring him into this. Yeah, Unless but, I'm not there to do it. Yeah, but I don't really like him. <laughs> well, that's fair. Look, let's let's just worry about us five. That's what we've got to do. And regardless of if you're part of this group or not, I mean, you are to me. You're part of this group now. So us five are going to get out of here. We're going to try that, okay? It's all we got to concentrate on. Yeah. Complete our mission and get the fuck out of here. 
Well, I got a question for you there, Doc. Yeah. Does this look like a rash to you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've <laughs> been wondering for two years. It's been two years. Two years? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I actually can't use this leg anymore. I don't notice. <laughs> I don't know if you notice me limping. Yeah. Uh, no. <clears throat> you guys. This, uh, this guy we're calling. He said we need to torch this land. We need to kill everybody here. What if that is the answer? Well, I've done some pretty bad things in my life in the name and sake of freedom. I've seen some pretty gruesome things. Now, I hope that's not the answer. But, we'll see if it's not. Yeah. We can we can find another way. We're going to find another way. Yeah, I, I agree. I, <laughs> I... There has to be another way. But... You don't discount everything until the game's done. When we get out of this, remind me to make you my primary physician, because you are one optimistic doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do take referrals. Do I look like a guy who's got a referral for you, Doc? You got one from me. <laughs> Uh, well, well, he slaps his legs and then gets the car. Well, that was a big one. <laughs> Steps out of the vehicle. Yeah, driving. goodbye. <laughs> um, as you guys are, yeah, they're are getting all chummy, wrapping up this conversation and approaching the tree line. Uh, Maya Oakley, you um. You've kind of been like, you feel like you haven't come down from this adrenaline high that racked you so hard at the songbird and your fists are still clenched iron tight. But then you remember they're clenched iron tight around that crumpled piece of paper that was handed to you by Stanley. And as you kind of like finally start to relax a little bit, that thought returns to you. All right, let's take a look. So you uncrumple this piece of paper that you can't tell if it's so tarnished because your hand was iron tight around it or maybe his was. But as you unfurl it, it's a uh, sort of a rough sketch of what you can recognize now from seeing the, you know, photographic uh, map of the island before. It's a rough sketch of the island and there's a circle drawn haphazardly around a uh, length of the shoreline a bit north of the Strickland estate. Someone's pinging on the map. You mean north of the cannery or north of the Strickland? Oh, it's, 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 Again, on, it's on the coast. Yeah. We gotcha. changed the name of every location, so I don't know where anything is. So in. north the of the Stinky, stinky Land estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stinky it's, land, it's in between Safe House. It's about it's about here. It's in between Safe House and the Nasty House. Okay. Well, for now, this is not helpful information. 
that we can really do anything about, so... I think... Well, I don't know. Because there's probably some kind of timeline on... Oh god, what's his name? Dylan's... life. But I don't know if we can get into that right now. No, I bet he's sitting no. in line. Is that a fucking priority? Like, If Dylan gets <laughs> out of here alive, he is one lucky son of a bitch. I know, uh, but... Yeah. It, just something to think but about. But he thought he had a way to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't deal with it right now, so Maya's just gonna keep it to herself until we can prioritize it. I think that Dan probably, uh... Unless anyone notices, like, or... Yeah. I, I think that Dan would only notice that you're obviously really shaken, because that's probably something he had seen a lot, either heading into or heading in between combat sites uh he'd probably like or like yeah he'd, he'd basically teach you box breathing it's, yeah it's, it's ain't gonna fix it doc but it'll get you through the night you uh when you feel like you do right now white knuckled for no good reason breathe in for four seconds hold for four seconds breathe out for four seconds hold for four seconds focus on nothing but that let your body do the rest. Uh, while you're telling this to Maya, you hear Ronnie start breathing like you're saying along with you. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think I think Maya too. The the actualization of having somebody describe this technique that you've probably like are pretty familiar with and have described to other people in the past kind of brings you back to reality. And this event that has shooken you so hard. You finally feel like you kind of have more of a grasp I've on it as you. What? You said shooken. <laughs> Shookened. Shooketh. Was it shakened? There's a good chance you would have learned it in a shookened. totally different context and never thought about like using it in a combat sense. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe it doesn't occur to you when you're in shock, too. No, so. exactly. And yeah, and I just Dan explaining this to you, even if you're already familiar with it, kind of like helps ground you back in reality. And as you take these breaths in and out, holding for four seconds, exhaling, inhaling. I think on holding, a breath, exhaling. on a breath out, she'll just hand the paper over to Dan. Okay. Like okay. release, <laughs> hand over. Dan even handed this piece of paper that contains the same thing I described a minute ago. Yeah, I think Dan's going to take a look at it. Well, I think I know where we're headed after we send the sheriff off to the lake. She'll just nod. Uh, wait, you just showed the paper to Dan? Yeah, yeah. I had. He'll show Ronnie, too. Ronnie will kind of glance over and look at what you're looking at she was never trying to hide it it was just a matter of when to share the information but yeah right. within, yeah. within was this exercise was a good time to be fair really i think each one of us is deep in our own thoughts at this point yeah <laughs> we're right. all driving in a pickup truck with three people and a body in the bed of it yeah and yeah at this point too you guys are arriving kind of at your destination point of where you were gonna split up Pop out the passenger seat. All right, Ronnie. No, I don't know your name. Do I? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've heard me be called Ronnie by now. Uh, no, all right, super WWE. careful not to say Ronnie in front of Scorpion. 
All right, WWE. <laughs> get this body out. Uh. Both of you stay safe. A lot of wolves in this forest. Yeah, I've never said this before, <laughs> but this body is not going to be difficult to get rid of. Because 30 or 40 wolves are going to pick <laughs> yeah. it apart the second we drop Descend it. upon it. Right. And a raccoon. I only have one forest night track, and that just happens to have a shit ton of wolves in it. So you know. <laughs> The citizens of this place are like, coyote? No way. 900 wolves? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, yeah, Rami will guys... put on her night vision goggles and grab the body and jump out. And then just kind of hit the side of the truck to let Freddy know he's good to go. And we'll start going. Wait. All right. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> hey, Quack. And I look at Maya with a smile, having finally figured out based on like context, time and context and everything. Quack? Like a doctor. Is that, is that a phrase? Like a, like yeah. a mental, mental doctor. Mental yeah. doctor. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe we could use your help after all. Keep us sane. I don't like it, Scorpion. Gotta keep the people they saw. We we got this. I don't know. You and me are in more trouble than you might think. Maybe. I've talked down a few people myself, though. <laughs> an extra set of eyes and an extra set of hands when we're trying to carry a body might be a good thing. Do what you want to do, Maya. I just don't want to have too many questions brought up. And she starts walking in the forest with the body. <laughs> First of all, relax. Alright? We're She's working as a walking. team. It's She's just a body. <laughs> Why is she dragging the body every which way when she gets a patient? You gotta leave Stop a DNA it. trail. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like fireman it's carrying wrapped. it though. Yeah, wouldn't be like dragging it around. Yeah, she's she's got it. When you drop it down, you should absolutely pile drive it, <laughs> so you break the spine completely. I yeah. mean, if anything, I should be carrying the body, and you should be looking. You have night vision goggles. She's wearing them, and she's looking while she's walking. <laughs> I'm just blindly like, oh shit, yeah. help, <laughs> help. Okay. So what is the 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 load order here? Who's going where? I, don't know, I just started walking. You get you decide if you're following Maya. Up to you, Maya. Yeah, this seems I'm like to with be her. Like, like, hey, stop! I don't know. You guys seem to have have like a power struggle, and <laughs> she might need to talk you through some shit. Like maybe she can help in that way to kind of balance this out. So she's gonna join you. Yeah, Scorpion's okay. just afraid to cool. be alone with Ronnie. <laughs> Hi, Zane here. Um. We're about to launch into a 15 minute argument about how strong someone would need to be to efficiently carry a 200 pound corpse through the forest in the dark. Uh, no progress was made. There's no satisfying conclusion. And most importantly, we learned nothing. We are so sorry. And may God have mercy on all of us. Here's a highlight reel. 
But it seems like you guys are struggling as a dynamic, so maybe I can bring some balance. <laughs> I'm struggling because this wrestler keeps taking the body I'm trying to bury randomly away from me. Stop it, give it to me. Give it, give, give the body back. You put me in charge of the no, body, Scorpion. Where are you going? That's where town is. You guys are both you guys are both holding like a like an end of the body trying to run faster than the other person to the safe house. Because <laughs> Ronnie, you might be strong, but you can't fireman carry a body for like a mile without being absolutely exhausted. I have an 85 strength. Yeah. What the fuck? What are She's you like superhumanly strong. I say nobody's nobody's saying that Ronnie can't do it on her own, but she doesn't have to yeah. because Ronnie I'm needs just picturing, to learn to like, accept the help I'm of her friends. I'm picturing like the rock carrying a body and me as a person trying to help the rock carry the body. I'm going to slow him down. No. <laughs> and okay. also on top of this. I've pictured Scorpion as a scrawny dude. <laughs> What are you okay, talking everybody, about? Hold on. Everybody listen to me for a second because I'm in charge here. If you give The Rock 185 pounds of dead weight and tell him to walk an hour and a half through the woods, he's going to get tired and he's probably going to need help. I have a really quick fix. Ronnie, if you carry this body alone, I'm going to shoot you in the leg. From Maya's point of view, it's like let her have her reaction, let her realize when she needs help and let her ask for it. You'll Just do what your like characters would do. If Maya wants to be vindictive, then she can hang back and let Ronnie do it. <laughs> okay. What does Scorpion do? Maya, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to be like, that? I'm going to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, why are we proving a point when we need to hide a body? <laughs> it's not proving a point. It's just... As the you... sun rises on Lunabella Island, <laughs> we have made it a quarter mile. I'm just still curious. Did Maya even follow us? We can cut all this out and we should. You guys are now in the middle of the woods after I think arguing how for like in the middle of the woods. We Ronnie went just... 10 feet into the woods. Did Scorpion follow and do anything? Yes. We're cutting to both Ronnie and Scorpion. Why are we cutting to something when we haven't like resolved what we're doing right now? <laughs> what is there to resolve? <laughs> Scorpion runs up and you've got this body fireman carried in and just is taking pressure off of you, taking this body and Scorpion turns to you, Ronnie, and is just like, listen, slow down, all right? We need to be smart and we need to be calculated and work together. Maya, you coming? Maya's been following this whole time. All right, we're gonna move slow, follow my lead. Maya, why don't you take the night vision goggles and watch our backs? We're gonna trip on the stuff if we don't have a light or night vision goggles carrying a body. You and me can have a light, but we need somebody with the ability to see in the darkness all around us. We can't do this without a flashlight. Am I wrong in, in assuming that, Zane? Because it is like deep woods. It's dark. It's dark as shit out here. Yeah. yeah for sure. So take a flashlight, body, uh, one arm of the body over. Or I guess it's wrapped up. So I got the legs and you probably have the torso, Ronnie. Yeah. I mean, if you come up and grab part of the body and it seems easier, she'll let you do it. Okay. And Maya, you're strapping on these night vision goggles. Yeah, as long as... um. They made it to her. Yeah. Um, Ronnie and Scorpion, you got the the body saddled up and you're starting your journey through the woods. Whoever's in front clicks on their flashlight. Maya, you're probably taking a couple steps back and you click on these uh, night vision goggles and the forest 
where it was a sea of darkness before it illuminates all around you. And you could see a good, you know, you can see a good 40 feet in every direction, which in the forest is gives you a pretty good view of your surroundings. And um, as as you guys are proceeding through the woods, you hear the you hear the truck rumble off down the road in the distance. And you guys are heading towards town. Yeah, the truck, yes. Okay. So yeah, as you guys are heading back towards town, the wind dies down just a little bit. It seems like the weather has calmed down slightly. And you guys are heading towards uh, the um, sheriff's office? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as you roll through town on your approach, you notice it's pretty quiet. I mean, it's like almost two in the morning at this point. And um, as you approach the sheriff's office, you see the lights are off inside. It's likely that there could be nobody there or that, you know, possibly the sheriff's asleep. But you do notice his cruiser is out front, but Elwin's is not present. Okay. I'm going to pull up and park not like an asshole. So perpendicular across the street. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I'm going to look at Dan and go, well, let's wake the good sheriff. And I'm on your sixth out. I'm going to rock up to his door and I'm going to, is there a doorbell or? No doorbell. I'm going to start. I'm going to douche, douche, douche. Sheriff. After a moment, a light turns on on the second story. And you hear a little bit of, you hear footsteps coming from inside slowly but surely. It seems like he's making his way downstairs. Yeah, I want to back up from the door just so that it's not like a guy like on the door like, hey, you know. Okay. And yeah, after a few moments and maybe the cool air feeling nice on your skin, Dan, you still realize, goddamn, I'm still pretty drunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dan, what are you doing specifically in this situation? Doc, you. you... <sighs> You got some coke or something? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Uh, just, uh, never mind. I hear the sheriff coming. It's, it's, it'll be all right. Be all right. I just uh, want to make sure you don't have any coke. There's a cop coming downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I did slip a little bit of cocaine in his jacket. Oh sure. Just in no, case. just in case. Yeah. Just enough to get 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 got. <clears throat> so as the uh, the light turns on in the first story, you see through the little door window. There's a. Sheriff Dale McCready coming downstairs, gloriously dressed in only a pair of very baggy, billowy boxer shorts. <laughs> um, and he's, just, he's he's protecting his eyes against the light that he just turned yeah. on and um, walking towards the door. Meanwhile, back trudging through the for- through the forest with his body. Um, why don't you guys all give me an alertness check? All as in two of them. Do we get any sort of no, negative for being dark? No, we got the flashlight you said. Okay. Maya, I would say you can get a plus 20 because you have the night vision. Okay. 97 over 20. That's a solid rule. I got a 99 <laughs> over 50. Oh. I, I got a five. So a nice wow. crit fail on Ronnie's <laughs> part as she trips and falls. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's fair, actually. I think, uh, Scorpion, you're too focused on just trying to not trip over the things that you can't see that you're stepping over. It's hard to carry a full-grown, you know, man in dead weight through the woods in the night. Um, Ronnie, yeah, your your foot definitely catches like a root or something, and you kind of trip and fall and stumble, and the body falls to the, to the ground. And as Maya, you hear this, and all of a sudden, the sudden commotion causes you to turn, and you see what's going on. The body falls to the ground. I think Ronnie kind of punches the ground and is like, fuck, and then starts getting up and trying to pick up the body. Okay. We're going to cut back to this front porch of the sheriff's office. And Dr. Greenwood, you're front and center in front of the door. Yeah. And as the door slowly swings open, you see Sheriff McCready standing in there. Nothing but his skivvies. The sight that greets you is immediately off-putting. You can tell something's wrong because the sheriff, as he blinks against the light of the interior lights out into the darkness, you can see his skin is crisscrossed with bright red veins and his Uh, eyes are bloodshot. No. Meanwhile, back in the woods... Ronnie trips. Maya, you turn. As this body hits the ground, you notice after a moment of it lying there and Ronnie dusting herself, collecting herself and trying to calm herself down after this mistake, the body begins to twitch slightly. No! We'll see you guys next time on Delta Green. <laughs> you guys like that? I shoot Ronnie no, yeah. in the back of the head. That's fair. That's a good solid move. No, right shoot there. me. I'm sorry. Now it's a, it's a everything erupts into a sudden Mexican standoff. I'm sorry. I did not mean for that to like diverse into like a debate that got us confused on where we were. I just no, wanted fine. to I've get had, like, back four to shots like of whiskey what too, it actually so, happened. No, I, and, like, I played him character. <laughs> I feel the same. I, I was really, I'm, I feel like I got antagonistic and I really did not mean to. I just, Oh, I, I had fun with that whole thing. I thought that was kind of great. Thank you for listening to the reroll gaming podcast. This actual play whispers of Lunabelle Island is published by arrangement with the Delta green partnership. The intellectual property known as Delta green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta green partnership who has licensed its use here. The contents of this document are copyright Zangaring, excepting those elements that are components of the Delta Green intellectual property. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zangaring, the Chronicles of Rail theme and the Frequency theme our copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes of Whispers of Lunabelle Island release every Friday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.